Cold calling sucks. Knocking on doors sucks. Talking to strangers sucks. Selling stuff the way you were taught to sell stuff absolutely sucks. Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Welcome to another edition of the Do This, Sell More show. I'm your host, Dave Lorenzo. And today we have my friend of 30 years, a gentleman by the name of Patrick Murphy. And he is an executive with a company called Global Payments. He works specifically for Heartland Payments, which was acquired by Global. And there's a reason why it's important for us to talk to Pat today. And I'll get into that in a minute. But the reason I wanted Pat on the show for no other reason other than I wanted to talk to somebody who I have great conversations with all the time, specifically about relationship-based sales. I think this interview, if you haven't thought about sales from a relationship-based perspective, this interview will probably convince you. But before we get to that, let me make sure I do Pat justice by reading his fantastic bio. So Pat's got 23 years working in the electronic payments industry, and that includes 18 with Heartland Payment Systems, and they're a global payments company. And Pat can give us two minutes on global payments versus Heartland. And Pat's held sales leadership positions for the last 13 years with Heartland. Prior to that, he worked for Marriott for seven years in probably half a dozen to a dozen different management roles. And that's where I met Pat. And Pat and I have the unique background of being in a customer service position where you not only have to take care of customers all day long, but you also have to carry very heavy objects. Let's get into the conversation. I want to I welcome Pat aboard. Pat, welcome to the Do This, Sell More show. Thank you for having me on, Dave. It's absolutely my pleasure. So as I said, Pat and I have known each other for a really long time. Pat, tell everybody what Heartland does and why, you know, you work for one company, but people may know you as Global Payments or Heartland Payments. Kind of explain to us what Heartland does and, you know, Global and Heartland and the relationship there. Sure. Uh, Heartland is a payments technology company, and we work with business owners all across the country to basically help them get paid, uh, whether it's uh, credit, debit card transactions, gift and, and loyalty programs, point of sale systems payroll, human capital management, all those uh, types of products and, and services. Heartland has been around for uh, almost 20 years now. And three years ago, we were acquired by Global Payments. One of the reasons why we kept our the Heartland name here in the United States is that it really carried a lot of weight because Heartland had a direct sales team of uh, about a thousand people all across the country serving business owners in the, in the communities that they live in. And Global itself didn't really have a, a, a U.S.-based sales channel. They, they had a very small one, but they relied a lot on third parties to help build their sales. So Global kept the, the Heartland brand, and that is basically their, their United States channel is, is Heartland. So uh, that, that, that's why, it, just as you read it, Dave, Heartland, a global payments company. 
exciting news that was just announced uh, this past Tuesday or maybe many Tuesdays ago, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, is uh, we merged with a company called TSIS, which is another uh, company in the electronic payments industry that's obviously subject to regulatory approval. And we'll probably have that all completed uh, in the fourth quarter of this year. Perfect. Thank you. Tell everybody, first of all, about the sales team at Heartland, how they're compensated and, and how sales works. And then in about a minute, minute and a half, describe what your day is like and what your role is with them. First, tell us about the sales team. Sure. Our, as I mentioned uh, before, Dave, our, our sales team is made up of about a thousand people across the United States, all locally based, serving business owners in the community that they live in. One unique thing about our sales team is uh, the way they're compensated is 100% performance-based. And obviously, that can uh, sound pretty intimidating to somebody that is new to the role or considering a career change to us. But on the other hand, the income opportunity is, one, totally uncapped. And two, our sales representatives, we we call them uh, relationship managers and territory managers, They have residual income, meaning they're paid every month based on the profitability of their accounts. Uh, No matter what products they are, they're they're paid every month for as long as that customer is processing with us. So I still get paid accounts that started processing with us in 2000. And we do have portfolio equity. So we do have ownership of that recurring revenue stream. And we can sell it back to the company for 30 times its monthly value. So Again, although the, uh, that uh, 100% commission tag is kind of scary for uh, somebody who's starting out and sometimes maybe more scary for the spouse than it is the sales rep. Yeah, absolutely. But the uh, recurring residual income and the portfolio equity just make it an excellent opportunity for the right person. And tell us about your day. What do you, what's your job? What do you do? And how does what you do fit into what the guy on the street does? Sure. I am the Senior Director of Business Development. I'm one of four people in this role here at Heartland. And I work a territory that includes New England all the way down to Virginia, across to Michigan. And my job is to work with any type of strategic business partner, somebody that works with the same types of target business owners as us, that has influence over the business decisions of of their customers, and is, is a good fit for us. Associations, financial institutions, accounting practices, insurance brokers, uh, technology partners such as uh, point-of-sale companies or web developers, all good referral sources uh, for our sales team. So I, I work to develop a lot of those partnerships and also a good amount of my time is spent training our sales team to uh, work those partnerships so that they can reach their goals, you know, make the income that they came here to Heartland to do. And uh, j- just like we, you, you've said over the years, Dave, uh, make a good living, have a great life, get home in time for dinner. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the the sales process as the average Heartland uh, relationship manager views it. You know, for the purposes of our discussion, Heartland does a lot of things. But for our discussion today, let's talk about the, the guy on the street who sells payroll or the gal on the street who sells payroll and card processing, right? Those are your, those are your two big ways to initiate relationships. Right. So I'm a guy on the street or I'm a gal on the street and I just started working for Heartland. What's the general mentality of those people when they start the job? The key to succeeding here at Heartland, Dave, is to have a strong uh, pipeline. 
And the best way to develop that pipeline is to have a minimum of five first-time appointments with business owners each week. This isn't including follow-up or any of those types of uh, appointments down the road. These are five first-time opportunities with a, a business owner. If they're consistent with those five first-time appointments each week, and obviously the, the appointments that follow in the, in the process, then they should have a good career here at Heartland. We, we found over the years that uh, we, we do a good job closing appointments, but maintaining that pipeline is, is, is something that uh, sometimes falls by the wayside. So how they get those five first-time opportunities each week is really totally up to them. Mm-hmm. If they have strong partners that are uh, bringing them good opportunities on a regular basis, then that's great. And those uh, five uh, first-time appointments will definitely uh, fall into place uh, pretty easily. However, usually when they're starting out, they have to develop those, those appointments on their own uh, until they've developed a solid portfolio of, of partners. And you know th- those are the traditional uh, sales methods that uh, you and I have talked about a lot over the years, just the, 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 the grinding it out, knocking on the doors, all that type of stuff that is really difficult and uh, hard to sustain a career here at Heartland. Or, or really in any, any sales career at all, Dave. I mean, yeah, no kidding. So I, I picture, I picture a, you know, a Heartland rep first day on his or her own. They're in their car. They pull into a shopping center and there's, there's 11 stores in the shopping center and they just start at one end and walk in and say, hey, let me see your statement and go all the way to the other end, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you're the unicorn at Heartland, or you always have been. You started in that same role pretty much. I mean, right. you owned your own company and Heartland bought you guys out, but you started in the payment processing business doing that after a career in hotels. What made you different from everybody else who, who was doing what you did at Heartland? I mean, obviously I know the answer, but I want the people watching on YouTube and listening on the podcast to hear the answer. What made you different and why were you so much more successful than everybody else? One of the things I did right off the bat when I joined Heartland as a relationship manager was rather than go out and and cultivate individual businesses to work with us is I I spent a lot of time cultivating referral sources that that could bring me business on, on a regular basis. Although, you know, right off the bat, there were some business owners I had a real good relationship with that. It gave me appointments right away, but I also uh, worked really hard on some community banks, some of the smaller locally based banks. You know, if you, if you go to every town, there's probably a couple of uh, national banks like TD and Citizens and Bank of America, but there's usually the, the first national bank of fill in the name of this town in, in that area. And, and, and those are the, the banks that I focused on because those were people that had a higher level of service less focused on uh, revenue and the bottom line, but just more focused on taking care of their customers. And I was fortunate enough within the first year and a half to bring on four community bank partners. And it wasn't something that, that, that closed overnight. But uh, once, once I got those uh, bank partners up, up and running and working with me on a regular basis, then that really took me to the next level even as a relationship manager, as a, as a sales executive, a guy on the street, you went out and looked to develop relationships and use leverage. You focused on people who had the ability to connect you with multiple opportunities as opposed to just kicking in doors and making one sale. You used your time as effectively as you could, and that was the key to your success. And you've been promoted up the ranks because of it. Right, right. I, I'd like to think that I, I definitely was a good example of uh, working smarter 
and not necessarily working harder. I did work hard, but uh, yeah. but I, I worked really smart as as well. And and it just when you when you think about banks, rather than me knocking on doors one individual opportunity at a time by bringing on a bank, and 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 let's say one of these community banks had eight branches. Well, that's eight branches with, on average, I would say maybe conservatively six customer-facing employees at each of those branches. So eight times six, that's 48 uh, eyes and ears that are are good potential referral sources uh, right there for me. And it it definitely paid off. So some of these banks were in uh, far-reaching places, like uh, one was three hours away from me in southern New Hampshire. One was uh, two and a half hours away from me on the coast of Maine. But it was worthwhile because every time uh, they called me for a referral, one, that customer enrolled with us on that first appointment. Very rarely did it require multiple appointments and getting beaten down on, on price. I was able to sign them up faster, holds a higher margin, what we call is our term for profitability, and also retention. Uh, because that referral came from somebody at the bank that that customer trusted, those customers stayed with us a lot longer. So the benefits, the benefits of targeting evangelists or targeting referral sources are leverage. You get more time, higher margin, higher profitability, longer retention, and an easier close. I mean, a, yes. a quicker path to the close. In your business, it's not uncommon for these reps to go in there to do an initial pitch. They have to get a statement. Then they go back and do the analysis of the statement. Then they come in and make a presentation. And then they have to wait for a decision. You, by targeting referral sources, particularly banks at the outset, would you, your first introduction, you have all the credibility in the world. The business owner says, well, Pat, if the bank trusts you, I trust you. So exactly. basically, you just convert them over. And then these people stay with you forever because they have a relationship with you. They have a relationship with the bank. There's just a high degree of trust. And as long as the customer service remains you know, as high as you guys provide, then you have no trouble. Exactly. And in, in our industries and in, in payroll and electronic payment services, there's people knocking on their doors every day, making all the promises in the world. And by ha- having the backing of that local bank, there's so many times that they come to bat for us when the, the, the banker goes, oops, I got a mosquito here. It's bug season here. In New Hampshire. <laughs> Good um, catch. <laughs> but yeah. But when the customer goes to the bank and say, hey, I'm getting all these uh, people knocking on my doors saying Heartland is overcharging me and they can save me all kinds of money. And, the banks always do a nice job of saying, hey, listen, Heartland works with uh, X number of customers here at the bank. They're all very happy. The grass might not be greener on the other side. So I would recommend talking to, to Pat and uh, j- just making sure that uh, everything's all set. So tell me about, is there, is there a difference between establishing a relationship with an evangelist, with a referral source versus establishing a relationship with an end user, an end customer? In your experience, was there ever a difference in, uh, in developing those relationships? Well, when it comes down to it, Dave, they all want to work with somebody that they know and that they like and that they trust. Yeah. Business partner of mine uh, many years ago, uh, he's from Pennsylvania and he helped me, uh, getting a bank on, get a bank on board with us in uh, Maine. And uh, we're coming out of that meeting. And he said, really what it comes down to, it's all relationships. And people just want to work with other people that talk just as funny as they do. (laughs) I love it. I think taking a shot at us from New England up here. So that was it. But it's like what you and I talk about all the time, David, just uh, comes down to relationships and uh, getting people to know you, like you and, and trust you. And also, finding problems of theirs to solve. And obviously, a pizza shop owner or a nail salon owner or an innkeeper, 
their problems may be different than what a, uh, a banker or an accountant or an insurance broker may have. And, you know, the, the individual business owner aside, when I think about partners, you know, the, the best partners that, that we have are the ones that are like-minded like us. And right. our, our Heartland reps, our, our best Heartland reps, they, they wake up in the morning and the first thing they're thinking about is, how am I going to get more business today? And what do I got to do to keep my existing book of business happy today? Yeah. The bankers, accountants, insurance brokers, point of sale dealers, other types of partners that we have, the ones where we have the strong partnerships are, are the ones that are like-minded. They have that same mindset of waking up in the morning or, or going into their office and, and wondering where their next customer is coming from or keeping their existing customers happy. Those are the ones that result in, in business, not only to us, but uh, it makes it easier for us to help them as well. And when we help them, that motivates them to send business our way. Yeah, that's great. Let's talk a little bit about the sales rep role at Heartland. And for those of you, if you're, if you're just jumping in in the middle here, or maybe you are watching this, uh, this interview on YouTube and, and you, uh, you left and you're coming back and you're picking it up in the middle, we're talking with Pat Murphy. He's an executive with Heartland Payment Systems. They're a global payments company. And Pat helps people make more money uh, by focusing on relationships. He helps the sales reps at Heartland make more money by focusing on relationships. And I want to spend a couple of minutes, Pat, talking about your reps because you've, before you were in this role, you were in a direct management role of dozens and dozens of reps. Tell me a little bit about how your account relationship people, when they get on board, What's the ramp up time? Because I think a lot of people who are listening to this interview or watching it on YouTube are going to say to themselves, wow, you know, what Pat says really resonates with me and credit card processing. People very rarely change card processors because they don't know how to and it's a, the cost of switching is huge. So they may want to work at Heartland. Tell me, tell me about the ramp up time. How long does it take a rep from the time he or she starts to make, say, uh, $3,000 a month and then to make like $5,000 a month because $3,000 a month would be like 30 would be $36,000 a year. $5,000 a month is going to be $60,000 a year. You have reps that make a lot more than that, but give us an overview. What's the average time for people to make $3,000 a month and pay some of their bills and then make $5,000 a month and cover all their bills? How long does that take? Our division managers, Dave, those, those are the people, uh, we have 100 of them across the, the, the country, and they're responsible for a certain geography, but it generally, maybe anywhere between 15 to 25 reps uh, work underneath them. And those are the people that are uh, doing a lot of the recruiting and, uh, and hiring and, and developing. We also have a territory manager role that's an uh, entry-level sales leadership position that, that is also very hands-on. In, in addition to, to uh, training, developing the team. The territory managers are also selling uh, and, and still building their own portfolio. But the division managers are the ones that that really are, are the key to to our growth and the key to somebody making a good living here at Heartland. And it's it's really their goal to ensure that in this 100% performance-based position that each of the reps get, gets a paycheck every week from the time that they start. And uh, part of our hiring process is what uh, we, we call the jumpstart, is uh, when, when they start on day one, we, we kind of prep them ahead of time to have opportunities in mind and appointments set so that uh, they, they can uh, get out and, and close these deals right away and get their new reps paid the following Friday. So 
the, the way it works, Dave, is our reps do get a, a signing bonus for new accounts that are, are brought on, uh, whether it's on in payments or, or, or payroll. So to, to you know, obviously help, uh, help ensure that they get paid regularly on a regular basis, uh, we pay them that signing bonus uh, based on the profitability of the account. So there is a chance, uh, well, not a chance, but our, our strategy is that they come to us with opportunities. Our, our division managers and territory managers are committed to joining them on every appointment that they have during their, what we call their rookie uh, period with the company to ensure that they get paid every week. And that, that's in addition, uh, they, they get those signing bonuses based at paid every Friday for the new business that, was, uh, that started processing the prior week. But they also get residual income every month for the processing every, every month of that, that account. Yeah. So when they, when the people first start with you, they sign up 10 accounts, they're in theory getting 10 signing bonuses. So those signing bonuses will help get them over the, get them over the hump in the beginning of the time when they're with you. So they make money right from the get go. And then as time goes on, their residuals are going to start to kick in and they're going to make more money when the residuals start to kick in. Exactly. The true sign of success, Dave, uh, to, to rep, rep with our company when they get going is when they, they come to me and say, hey, I, guess what? I'm already making more in my monthly residuals than I did in my entire uh, paycheck, my entire monthly paycheck at my previous career. And plus, I get my signing bonuses on top of that. Yeah. And, and in addition to that, like I said, they get their portfolio equity. So it's great to see people that I hired uh, 10 years ago that now uh, have kids going to college and they've got that portfolio equity where they could sell off part of their residuals uh, to pay those college tuition or um, another rep that that's uh, I, I recruited 13 years ago when she got vested she she bought a piece of land uh, on a lake that she's always wanted uh, for her and her, her husband and her family and uh, this year they actually built a house they finally were able to build a house on that property and uh, oh that's and, wonderful so it, it's great to hear those stories of uh, not, not only people paying their bills, like you and I were talking about a couple minutes ago, Dave, but really their dreams coming true, sending kids to college and building their dream house. Yeah. Those of you watching on YouTube, this is, this is a fantastic interview because you get to see what it's like to be an executive at Heartland because <laughs> Pat's, Pat's wandering around his house. He's petting his dog. <laughs> I just had to go and let her in. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about that. Do most of your reps, I, I would imagine all of your reps work from home, so they have, to be, they have to be motivated to get out on the road, right? Yeah, that's the key. And, and one thing we've always uh, uh, taught people is those five first-time appointments each week minimum. And, and obviously, we require more than that in the earlier stages. But I always thought, schedule that first appointment at like 8.30 in the morning. You know, discipline yourself to force yourself to, to uh, be, be out. Another part of our job, Dave, that, that we always promote in addition to those five first-time appointments is have two networking meetings, two meetings with a, either a, a current referral source or maybe a potential new referral source. And it could, could be any of those people we talked about before, a, a web developer, point-of-sale dealer, banker, insurance agent, a, accountant. But we also we, we did some uh, brainstorming at a, a, a team meeting that I was at a couple of years ago. Um, one of our biggest vertical markets here at Heartland is the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. And we, we did some brainstorming and putting ourselves in the shoes of a, a restaurateur. And a, a lot of us came, you know, just like you and I, Dave, we, a lot of us came from the hospitality industry. Right. And we came up with a list of 30 other vendors 
to the restaurant industry. And these are all 30 other people that we could network with. The liquor rep, the U.S. foods rep, the music licensing company, the pest control company. And when I was a, a relationship manager here at Heartland, Dave, I was part of what we call the contact club. And it was myself and usually five other people. Sometimes the, the, the membership fluctuated, but anywhere between five and 10 other people all serving the hospitality industry. And we got together once a month and, and had a meeting. And we, we had it at a restaurant that was uh, either a, one of our customers or one of our, uh, a prospect of one of the people in the group because you know, we wanted to be present and support the, the uh, business owners that support us. We, we didn't go to Chili's or the Olive Garden or anything, anything right. like that. So we, we had a meeting once a month. And in order to come to that meeting, you had to bring five referrals. And, uh, or, or, or five leads. So they didn't have to be actually warm referrals, but some sort of opportunity in the restaurant industry. Maybe a new restaurant opening, maybe a change of ownership, some other really restaurant scuttlebutt. Right. Uh, and if it was myself and five other people coming to that meeting, and everybody brought five opportunities, that means I'd come away with 25 of them. Sure. And, and so there's people representing different um, industries uh, there's myself, uh, again, point of sale dealer, a, um, the, the, the membership person for the local uh, hotel association, pest control company, music licensing company. So we all came from different backgrounds. And the rule was, there was you, you couldn't have anybody from a competing industry in, in the club. So I didn't have to worry about any, uh, another credit card company uh, being at the meeting and, and working on the same leads. Uh, so it was good motivation because one, you had to bring those five leads in order to get the rest of the leads. And two, if you missed the meet, if you missed three meetings and you were out, and I knew there's some com competitors that were banging on the door to try, try and get into this networking group. So it, it was good motivation to uh, obviously one benefit from these referrals and two, keep the competition out. But it's a good group of people. Uh, it was good uh, not only to get these referrals, but you know, just good camaraderie with other sales professionals that, that work in the hospitality industry. No, that's great. So we've been talking with Pat Murphy. He's an executive with Heartland Payment Systems. They're a global payments company. Pat, if people want to reach out to you, if they, if they really uh, are excited by unlimited earning potential and they want to talk to you about a career at Heartland, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Uh, sure. My name is uh, Patrick Murphy. I'm senior director of business development at Heartland Payment Systems. People can, uh, Find me on, on LinkedIn or uh, my contact information. My, my phone number is 603-387-3493. And my email address is uh, patrick.murphy at heartland.us. Perfect. We'll put all that in the show notes. We'll make sure it's on uh, on the YouTube show notes as well as on the show notes on my website and on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and Google Play and wherever you get your podcasts. It has been a fantastic conversation with Pat Murphy, really a clinic on relationship-based sales. Pat, thanks for joining us. It was, uh, it was wonderful having you. Glad to join you and uh, excited uh, 
Excited to do it again sometime, hopefully. Well, when we do it again, we're going to talk about recruiting because I know you're a wealth of information on on recruiting uh, great salespeople. So uh, we're definitely going to have you back to talk about that. And to those of you watching on YouTube, be sure and hit the subscribe button. We need you to subscribe so that you get notifications when we do other interviews just like this. It was our honor today to have Pat Murphy from Heartland Payment Systems with us. And until next time, here's hoping you do this and sell more. Do this sell more. My name is Dave Lorenzo and my mission is to help you make a great living and live a great life. We'll see you right back here next Thursday. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Give us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More. Sell More.